Welcome to 7 Days to Play Game of the Year 2021, your yearly mobile game recap awards show. Uh, I am your host, Edwin, and with me, we have Sam. Hello. And we have Tice. Hi. Edwin, it's so good to have you back. I am so excited. Time for me to dust off that microphone and get back on. I can do it for you guys. Right. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see how you fare. I mean, it's been a while. I'm sure you got to do a little bit of warm ups and stuff, right? Yeah, my thumbs... Lucy Goosey, yep. <laughs> Not what I Do you even to remember what mobile games are? Do you still use your phone? <laughs> no, what I use right. my phone for is going to homedepot.com, searching for what I want, memorizing the aisle and bay number, and then being in and out as quickly as possible. You can spend forever at a Home Depot in a Lowe's. Like, you one can. thing leads to another. You really got to have those, like, horse blinders on to just go in there, get what you need, and get out. Uh, sure. How many times has that actually worked? How, how many times have you walked out with only what you needed? Right, because before you know it, you yeah. have like a 12-pack of LED light bulbs, some I screw bits that you think that you're going to need, mm. and some beef jerky, because, you know, you got to get some beef jerky and a bucket. Right Usually you a bucket. The, the checkout line. You know, that's why you need a bucket. <laughs> no one needs a bucket. But it's so big and orange. Uh, but yes, full context, <laughs> the reason I have dipped out of the show recently is that i did buy a house and now i go to home depot approximately once every day on average that is where i live (laughs) once every day (laughs) i'm not i think it really is about that some days i don't go then i go twice so it's yeah definitely they know you now you're like a local the usual uh edwin yes yes (laughs) yeah i think we have been to every home depot in a 10 mile radius and we have favorites oh it's a whole thing (laughs) Anyway, we're not here that's to talk cool. about Home Improvement Show, although maybe that's our next next podcast. Seven years oh, to improve your house. <laughs> Rate your local home improvement store. Don't hate it. Man, we can start talking about power tools. We can start talking about the little devices that we like for improving. Like the little, do you have that little dingle bobber thing that shows wow. you like the <laughs> exactly like where to drop um a line or something oh like a laser or like a chalk thing no so not like, like a laser that? but it's just like a little weight on the end of oh, a string a plumb so you line. can see yeah a plumb that's it exactly yeah a plumb line as ty says they have lasers now that's yeah, sort of more like where people laser are at. beams yeah it's yeah, not a laser level used to be oh that i know is on my once dream. they run out of batteries it though you, it's such a pain gives you the ability to use laser beams in your house yeah i have enough awesome. laser beams in my life wow Let's get to let's get to the show. Uh, so, game of the year for those that might not know, uh, we like to go through our patent pending list of categories that you might not find in other mobile gaming si- uh, gaming review shows. Rather, yeah, unique. that's right. And so, we've also added a few more this year. So, be on the lookout for that. Uh, but yeah, let's get this started. It's been how many how many games did we play this? Let me let me do a quick count. One, two. I'm guessing like thirty. 31. Oof. So here is the first category. Game that made you want to lick the screen. Now, for those that might not know, this is a category that we put because some of these games just look absolutely delicious and we want to lick them. And sometimes the game is just about food and it made you hungry. (laughs) Uh, I'll go first. The game that made me want to lick the screen is Townscaper. Um, Oh, interesting. Wouldn't have picked this that. This is a game that 
This is a game that we picked, uh, we played recently, and it's one of those games that just looks so picturesque. You can spend literally hours just looking at the screen and developing new towns and stuff like that. Devil's in the details with this game, and Ooh. yeah, absolutely loved it. How about you, Tice? I took this one a little more literally. Um, uh, you both know I love cooking and I love eating. Uh, so for me, it was Master Chef Let's Cook because, yeah, I love cooking in real life. Uh, it reminded me, me of being in the kitchen and making food, which I associate with happiness. And I got a little bit hungry because there's lots of things with pizza and pasta and other, other bits. So I wanted to look the screen because I wanted to eat it. Nice. Understand. Uh, did Gordon Ramsay's uh, game did not do that for you? Was it Gordon Ramsay? I, let's cook. Cook Gordon Chef Ramsay. Blast. Chef Blast. <laughs> I didn't mind that. I, I checked that out, but uh, I think I got more hungry from the Master Chef one. I mean, I will gotcha. say what I did like about Gordon Ramsay colon Chef Blast was that there were actually recipes kind of in there mm, too. So that mm, was kind of a cool. That's right. Yeah, they had little recipe cards with with nice illustrations on them. Yeah. Uh, Sam, could you just do your Gordon Ramsay impression of him saying Chef Blast? I remember you were pretty good. Chef Blast! <laughs> Bl- give me the blast! I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, what was I thinking? I don't like that either. What made you want to lick the screen? For me, I'm going kind of way back to the early one of the early games of 2021, and that was Giant Dancing Plushies. Mm. The fun title. Which is a fun title, it's a rhythmic game. It was a rhythmic game. Uh, you had to be a, you were a, well, a titular giant uh, plushie dancing down the street. Um, <laughs> Sam, you're going to, you're going to tell me the correct Japanese term for the big monsters in the city. Kaiju. 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 Yeah. Yes. So um, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember that being just a fun, well-drawn game. I mean, gameplay aside, this is just about the graphics and the look of it. Um, you had like your little cop cars, uh, and people trying to shoot you as you were dancing down the streets. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, it was very technicolored and yeah, very pleasing to look at. Also, the dancing was really cute. You got the bears like dancing, strutting down the street, like going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sam's dancing right now. <laughs> you can imagine that in your mind's eye. The times you wish it was a video podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can take the next one. Uh, this one is the game that you misjudged or surprised you. For me, mm. that was Slay the Spire. Mm. Again, that we played a little earlier in the year. Uh, typically, I'm not a huge fan of roguelike deck building games, but I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, it was pretty fun, and I learned to enjoy it. I wasn't very good at it, but I liked <laughs> it, and it surprised me. So that was mine. How about you, Sam? Uh, mine was Deep Space D6. Mm. Um, on the surface, this is a game that looks relatively boring, kind of just like a choose-your-own-adventure sort of like button and read the text sort of thing. But the more you played it, the more that you realize it's kind of like a um, very strategic resource management game. Um, and this was one that I definitely played for seven days. And yeah, very surprising. How about you, Edwin? Hang on, I've just drinking. I've just drinking too much Lacroix and was about to burp on on Mike. It's <laughs> <coughs> drinking. I am drinking the Lacroix too much. <clears throat> you can tell I'm a little out of practice on this whole podcast biz. Uh, the game that I misjudged and was kind of surprised by was my friend Pedro. 
mm, uh, which cool. was pretty. I was expecting like a cartoony fun game, but actually it was it was pretty fun. But it was surprisingly violent. I think that was the thing that surprised <laughs> me about it. it was uh, surprisingly cool. violent and and bloody. <laughs> there was a lot of blood in that game. Yeah, especially for a cartoon really banana good action as well. <laughs> I just listened to that. That was a great episode. You should go back and listen to that if you haven't yet. If you're listening to this one now, that's a really fun one. Altice, you're too kind. All right, the next category, uh, which who has a touch of the Edwin about it, a game that you played the most that isn't PUBG. <laughs> Is PUBG a game that you still play a lot, Edwin? As you'll recall, when I updated to the iPhone 12, yeah. Apple no longer had Force Touch, oh, the Force or Touch. Mat 3D Touch, or whatever the heck it was called, depending on a, on a device, they call it different things. Uh, and so that just totally oh. ruined my finger memory and like ability uh-huh. to play, because previously with 3D Touch, you could just push harder to shoot, so you could strafe, move around really easily. Um, but yeah, as soon as I moved to the iPhone 12, no more 3D Touch, uh, I just totally lost my skills. PUBG came out with a new iteration, PUBG mm. new, new something, state. new state. Thank you, Sam. Uh, and they kind of did away with that, obviously, entirely, because that no longer exists on iOS. Mm. Uh, but they come with like a more of a four-finger uh, approach, where you can sort of ADS and shoot and jump with like a sort of a four-finger like claw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, pretty much. Or you can kind of try and wow, hold it. Be this, yeah, it's like holding like like you, you, we're we're holding our hands up right now. Yeah, this is not a visual medium. Of, like multiple <laughs> fingers on top of the phone. Yeah, you have to again. Yeah, it's like your one. thumb and index finger. Um, mm. So I played that a With little bit. Claw. The problem I have with I think if I was coming to it fresh, I could learn that. But because mm. I remember how good I was, well, <laughs> humble brag. Oh, oh <laughs> humble brag. Just a cheeky one there. I, I remembered I was like so good. But it's kind of taken a bit of the fun away now that uh, I have to relearn the game controls. So uh, mm. I'm not really playing much PUBG. But I do have New State downloaded. Uh, I'll tell you now, it's kind of just the same as whole PUBG. I know. That's what I was... Uh, anyway, maybe we should save that for a future <laughs> Sounds like a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that PUBG Mobile episode is still one of our highest performing episodes. So people will love it. And now PUBG has gone free to play. Anyway, let's not, this is not PUBG chat with Edwin and Sam and Tice. This is... But the category is... Seven Days to Play. This is the game, game that you the played year. the most that isn't game that you PUBG. That isn't PUBG. Uh, I went through the list. I mean, I will be honest. 2021 was not a good year for me to be playing games. Uh, but I think on balance, the game I played the most was Overboard. Remember, it was a sort of a a deliberately replayable murder mystery uh, where the hook of the game was you kind of deliberately fail and then you have to play it all over again and you get to sort of explore the different branches and each sort of iteration, kind of Groundhog Day, uh, you got to explore more of the world uh, and the the sort of murder mystery that that lay on the boat. That's hence the Overboard title. Um, Definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen it already. Uh, That was a lot of fun to play. Tice, what about you? What was the game that you played the most that isn't PUBG? Skate City was the game that I played a lot of and continued to play after our review. Uh, it's just a, it was just a really fun, casual game. The soundtrack was really nice. The visuals were very pleasant. Reminded me of certain skating games from when I was younger. Yeah, really loved it. It was great. Nice. How about you? For me, it was Small Town Murders Match 3. 
this is <laughs> cool. One of those match three games that completely caught me by surprise this year. Normally, you know, we we do pretty f- quickly with with you know these kind of like casual games like match three or like Candy Crush and stuff like that. But for some reason, this one had like a really good hook of every time you finish the level, a little bit more of like this mystery would be unraveled, and you would you're like a detective trying to find out who was responsible for this murder. And anyway, it caught me by surprise. Um, and I, I probably played this like game. should have been in the previous category. <laughs> yeah. I probably played this game for more than like 30 days, oh. honestly. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I played the game for more than seven days, I'll be honest. But that's just my 2021 <laughs> life. Next category is the game that you really wanted to like. Uh, for me, this is Skate City. <laughs> I really wanted to like this. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Uh, for anyone listening, we did not share our results before this, so that was not planned. <laughs> well done, Sam. I really wanted to like this game. Um, I think I was expecting, you know, much deeper gameplay. Uh, but for me, it just kind of fell flat in terms of um, sort of like what I was expecting in like a skating game. But, you know, it is still a good game to check out if you if you have the capabilities to check it out. Edwin. The game that I really wanted to like was The Bonfire 2. I remember quite enjoying The Bonfire 1. I think we played that uh, a couple of years back. Um, but yeah, The Bonfire 2, I think I really enjoy the vibe and the graphics and the everything about it, but uh, it just didn't grab me in, a, in the way that I was kind of hoping for. Uh, there's a lot of sort of... If you remember, this was the night, day... What's that formula? What's that kind of game called? Sort of like... Yeah. Kind of like a Sim City, right? Where the monsters vibe. come at night, mm. right? And then you have to prepare for it by like ramping up your villagers and growing resources and all that stuff. Yeah, I think it just went too too much into the minutia of what weapons does Gregory have, and is he eating his spinach <laughs> right. gruel, and when is he sleeping, and kind of, uh, yeah. <laughs> Right, it got into more of like the micromanagement rather than focusing on like right. grander macro management. I'm a transport stuff. to a tycoon and then they made guy. that like shift from uh, 2D. I can read the big picture, yeah. uh, but that said, it looks beautiful uh, and certainly worth checking out if you did enjoy Bonfire One. I'm just being crappy. <laughs> Tice, what about you? Uh, the game that I really wanted to like and did not was Sandship. I think the mm. idea sounded good like like building on a sort of factory floor and putting things together. I, I generally enjoy that style of gameplay uh but in reality yeah the game just didn't do it for me i think that that's a good episode to learn about why but it it just wasn't um what i was hoping for and i was uh, disappointed yeah that was a, a close running for me as well like for mm-hmm. me it was either sandship and skate city mm-hmm. um but ultimately like i think skate city was was the one that had a lot more to offer, but then for some reason it just didn't click with me. So the next category we have here is the game that you loved that was not on this podcast, Seven Days to Play. What is the game that you loved outside of that? And I went back to listen to some older episodes of this, these yearly roundups, and found that we could expand it to any game on any <laughs> platform. Great. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the game... That I loved uh, last year, into this year, I guess. Well, at the end of last year, uh, that wasn't on Seven Days to Play. Tell me more. PokerStars VR. VR. You can play cards in VR. It's pretty fun. Pretty harmless, I think, right now. 
but it reminded me immediately of anything, anything in the VR space reminds me of being on like Yahoo chat in like the late nineties and just chatting with a bunch of people. And it's, it was just right now it's just very harmless and pretty fun. Just weird. Yeah. I mean, I played, I played poker stars with you for a little bit. Um, and it does feel like you're hanging out in a way that it's very difficult to do these days. It is, it is. And I think and I missed a bit of that, but it's so dorky. I think if you go in with a really open mind and very low expectations on just about everything, which is what I tend to do with most things in life, it's fun. It's pretty fun. Um, and I yeah. think it was cool to, I actually learned a few things about different card games and different techniques that I wasn't aware of, which was pretty pretty good. But yeah, that was my kind of weird and offbeat uh, thing that I, uh, game that I enjoyed that was not on the podcast and probably wouldn't be because it's in VR. Uh, Edwin, how about you? Well, let's see. I mean, uh, my inability to play games in 2021 has been well documented uh, on this very podcast. Uh, so I guess the my thing, I guess it wasn't really a game, but there is an app called Recycle Coach that sends you a notification every time it's recycling day in the New Jersey suburbs. <laughs> that is actually quite handy. Oh, Edwin. And it tells you, ooh, when branch pickup starts. That's Home Depot, ooh. and now a reminder when the recycling yeah. starts. Listen, that, that is a real problem. I have to ask my wife every week um, what day it is, because it's not the day it's collected, it's the day before that matters, right? So you take it out. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I have a little bit of compassion for that, but otherwise, dreadful. No. Yeah, but if you're if you're in New Jersey, uh, yeah, recycle coach. I'll uh, put in your local town, and it uh, sends you nice little alerts the evening before recycling is due. That is a good idea. Oh, that's that is handy. I that's might actually check that. a good idea. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I think I need to do that. <laughs> it's so funny because like there are some really intricate rules, um, especially in my town. Well, we talk it's about like, like it's separating not, cardboard from glass, from plastic, all that stuff. No, or? no, no. Meaning, like even the days that it's picked up, it's like it's the mm. second, it's the second week of the month, but then that alternates between the north side and the south side oh. of the town, right? And then so you can think, okay, it's the second week of the month, so it's like, oh, surely it's always going to be like the second, the second Monday week. or something. Or, yeah, yeah. Right, but no. That's all dependent on oh, what like they that. determined the what first the, week is. The, yeah, what if the month starts on like a Friday or Saturday? Are you just in like perjury? Like, how do you know? Exactly. It's like, is it today? Okay, so that's, there's an app for that, Edwin, and that sounds like a genuinely useful app. So right. I think For me, the game that I loved that wasn't on 7DTP, 7 Days to Play, is Metroid Dread. This was a game on that the I played Switch. in October. Yeah, on the Switch. I remember when you played, you had a lot of fun with that game. It's the latest Metroid game that was recently published by Nintendo. Um, And I found that it's not actually made by Nintendo. It was made by a third party. Um, But very good, very tense, very Metroid. Um, I liked it a lot. Actually has like a really compelling story, a cheesy but compelling story that I liked. Um, So yeah, if you get a chance, check it out. Edwin, do you want to go for the next category? I'm going to say this is probably my favorite category out of all of them. (laughs) <laughs> I enjoyed hearing this on previous uh, yearly wrap-ups. It was great. <laughs> it is the game that you have absolutely no recollection of playing. <laughs> Which I will say is more of a reflection on my old, tired brain rather than the quality of the game. Uh, but having played 31 games, unfortunately some are going to fall out of my head uh, more than others. For me, I looked at the list. The Sense Point. 
mm. was the game I have no recollection of playing. And this is my favorite part, is where Sam reminds me of what the game was. Unless Sam also chose the sense Claymation game. Oh. Oh, where like we totally <laughs> failed and got our butts kicked on like the first screen. I couldn't get past that right. first door. Yeah. The scent part. Couldn't like get me past trying to play first. Firewatch. Yeah, it's famously. It's probably it's probably why um, you forgot about it, and I kind of forgot about it as well. But mm. it is the it is the game where like we couldn't get past the first <laughs> level, like the first screen. It was just, and then we we found like the YouTube videos for it. And then it was still difficult to do. <laughs> we talked about that recently, Sam. There was another game where you got stuck and you said something around, um, if you have to look it up, if you have to look up a walkthrough, you're almost at that point, you've kind of, right. you're almost ready to walk away. You know, especially mobile yeah. games where you're trying to, you know, it needs to be, needs to let you through. Especially mobile games. Yeah. Mm. But for me, it wasn't sense point. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Edwin, um, my game that I have no recollection of playing uh, is 2020 game. It's a game called 2020 oh, Game. Oh, Sam. Much like <laughs> the year. <laughs> yeah. Much like the year 2020, I have no recollection of this game. <laughs> ah, well, I do, because I think it was my pick. Uh, it was, the, it was a browser it? game, so it wasn't a mobile game. Uh, the browser game, right. and it's kind of like a platformer where you kind of played out 2020, and you saw all those sort of big events, and then it finished with... Oh, I remember the ending was quite good, but I've actually forgotten what the ending was. But it was a very quick play. I think it was like a five or ten minutes kind of playthrough. Yeah, wow. you like went through. It's it's one of those games that you can definitely play through in one sitting. I mean, I I, rem- I recall being like in- enjoyable, but yeah, I totally forgot that I played it. Tice, how about you? I guess it's kind of unfair because you weren't on the show for well sixty six percent of the year. Correct, yeah, and I think I think I don't have one here because I think if I've forgotten the last few months, I'd be in real trouble. So uh, I don't have any games that I don't that I had, that I, that's double that's a double negative. I recall all games to date, but check back <laughs> <Great>. in <laughs> sometime if you. That will change. Turns out a year was a long time. It'd be really funny, Tice, if you like, like said the latest them, game. Most, to be, most of them, really. I think I remembered last week. You know, and people would be like. Wow, you're really pushing them out of your brain when you're done. <laughs> so the next category is, uh, you know, we recommend each other things or we, we talk about things of the week every week. And this is the best thing of the week that we've mentioned throughout the entire year. So for me, uh, the best thing of the week for 2021. The best thing of the week for the year, which is not a confusing sentence. <laughs> right. <laughs> Edwin, you recommended this. It is The Chemical Guys. <laughs> oh my God, could this podcast get any more suburban? <laughs> Tice, you're the only city dweller left. You have to bring us back. What are we talking about here? What, what, what is the this? The Chemical Guys is, um, they're known for uh, car cleaning stuff. So you have like your foam blasters, your, your squeegees, your sprays, your... Uh, you know, like those mitts that like wipe off without lint. Um, Edwin knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. About. <laughs> yes. Uh, the clay bars, uh, the, what's the nanotechnology that I'm very skeptical about? Um, Polymer something? Polymer coating? Oh, ceramic coating. Right? Yes. Ceramic coating. That's yes. it. Yeah. Still jury's out on that, but still. But yeah, so they sell like a bunch of stuff. They have like really nice videos about it. Also, they have like handy little kits that you can buy. 
right? It all comes in like a handy bucket, like a bucket that we talked about. Um, and yeah, like chemical guys, check them out. I will say though, I am still very nervous that they will turn out to be, they'll get canceled. It just seems like a brand. It's very hard to find any history about them or anything about the, or like who, who is Mr. Mr. C guy originally. Even, even like their, the way that they make their videos and stuff like that. I feel like there is a good chance of misogyny at some point. I don't know. It's very unfounded. Right. There's like, oh yeah, there's a little like edge to their, to their product namings, which is like, oh, okay. Like the happy ending towel. <laughs> right. just, just a little bit like, wow. mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that said, their products are very good. Um, and I have also a sucker for it. There was, it's like deliberately gross branding as well. well. Not gross, but like deliberately ugly kind of branding. Like it's very colorful, um, graffiti-esque branding. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, I've easily spent $150 there on potions that you don't need. Oh, come on. Let's be honest now. That's like $150 <laughs> a month for like... I did treat myself months. to an electric pressure washer. Yeah. Uh, and a foam cannon, uh, which was pretty fun. <laughs> It's probably one of the first things that you bought uh, after you've acquired your house. That actually should be the category for best text message sent by a co-host in 2021. My nomination, which was from Sam, 619 on uh, September 14th. I can't believe you're buying a house to wash a car. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which is funny because it's not inaccurate. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, (laughs) My favorite thing of the week of the year uh, or was from Sam. I think I'm, I may have re-mentioned this several times already, but still, the best way to reheat a pizza slice in a frying pan on the stove, not in the oven, not in a toaster oven. Mm. Absolute game changer. Bottom stays crispy, top melts nicely. Wait, I'm guessing. I'm guessing this is the one where you get it hot and then you put in a drop, some drops of water and put the lid on. Yes. Oh, game changer. Yep. Chef kiss, so good. Yeah, crispy That's on the way to do it. Nice and melty on the top. Oof. The only downside is capacity. Like if you re- if you need to reheat a half pie, uh, you're doing it slices one at a by slices. No, but just one at a time. Eesh. Some of us may get impatient. It's hard to say. <laughs> well, that's why you can do two at a time. You right? can do two. One for you, you one for yeah. your partner, right? And then while you're eating that, you, you do, do the next way, set. Yeah. Yep, it's true. But that okay. is just a limitation to be aware of. But it is easily the best way to reheat a pizza slice. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Edwin. Um, when you reheat two pizzas at the same time, do you do both in the same direction or <laughs> facing each other? Uh, I mean, it has to be top to tail. It's the only way to fit it in. <laughs> yes. Right. Tice, what about you? What is your, what is your best okay, thing? I have an week? interesting runner-up and a good winner. The runner-up that gets an honorable mention were the toast tongs that I think Edwin talked about. At some point last year. Oh my god! Yes, the bamboo yes. tongs to help you get the, yeah, to get the toasties <laughs> out of the toaster. Brilliant, <laughs> very good. I like that. But the winner is a little more boring. Uh, Sam, you suggested Apple Arcade, um, which which was really great mm. because I was a little skeptical of the the concept, but it it you know it kind of has opened up a whole bunch of games uh, for me that I probably wouldn't have played or purchased. So um, subscribing to that now, and it's been it's been good to try yeah, loads of new games. So. That's my slightly more boring best thing of the week of the year. But more on topic, though, so thank you. That's okay. 
So this is a big one. This is the seven days to play game of the year. World renowned. This is the one that we've been waiting wait for. Baited breath right. each year to hear which of the three it's going to be. <laughs> you know, you know how like in movie trailers they have that little like ivy leaf. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like, it says like mm-hmm. best selection. Yeah. Sundance, you know, and, <laughs> like Cannes Film yeah, yeah. Festival. <laughs> I, I I foresee that like the little golden leaves, and then seven days to play game of the year. I'm into that. Um, so the way that I determined my game of the year is the one that I had overall enjoyment. Um, having the most number of days is a good sign of the what we played. Uh, but for me, it goes a little bit more than that. It has like a good combination of graphics, gameplay, longevity, um, all that stuff. For me, the game of the year is Clap Hands Golf. Wow. Oh. This is available in the Apple Arcade, and it is a, um, it's essentially the continuation of uh, Let's Play Golf or Everybody's Golf on the PlayStation uh, platforms. But they've, I feel like they've really successfully ported it over for the mobile phone. Uh, and yeah, great golf playing. It's, they have like daily challenges. You can upgrade, you can uplevel your, your characters. Uh, overall, yeah, really great mobile game. How about you, Edwin? The seven days to play game of the year 2021. For me, was Fancade, the fan-made arcade. Mm. Uh, this was a single, this was a solo developer who built out Fancade. I think it came to default with a bunch of different games, but there was a pretty comprehensive and impressive uh, level editor built into the mobile app. Uh, I will say, game that's just really tipped it over the edge was the racing it wasn't the racing game. I guess it was the uh, the car game, the, the driving game, where sort of driving a monster truck uh, with fun physics. Uh, that was the standout game that I played uh, pretty much more than uh, any of the other games available in the in, in Fancade, the fan-made arcade. Uh, but yeah, just a really extensible right. game. I want more of the uh, monster truck driving game because that was fantastic. Right, and I feel like it's kind of using the boilerplates of what Fancade established, but I feel like that driving game is better yes. than a lot of full, fully made driving games that are available on the App Store. 100%. Uh, if that was just a game on its own, that would have won my seven days to play game of the year 2022, <laughs> 2021. Uh, but yeah, definitely check it out if you haven't uh, Fancade, the fan-made arcade. Congratulations. Tice, what is your seven days to play game of the year 2021? My seven days to play game of the year for 2021 is no surprise. Skate City, for me, just was exactly what I wanted uh, and continue to want. So as I said, the soundtrack was really nice. The visuals, super pleasant, very calming, uh, really easy playing style. I like the controls, casual gameplay. I could pick it up and put it down on the free skate mode and not feel punished for not completing tasks, which we talked about in the episode. You can do that. Uh, that was what I wanted. It's what I needed uh, to sort of just chill out and just skate through the, you know, LA streets or Miami or Tokyo, and it it really hit a lot of points for me. And yeah, I would I I do happily go back and play to just chill out on the couch or whatever. So that's my game of the year for 2021. Nice, congrats, K City. Now that we've gotten the game of the year out of the way for seven days to play. 
Let's talk about some self-made categories that we're adding this year. Because we didn't make up the other categories. The others are very formal. No, no, These no, are more loosey goosey. Someone else. <laughs> I mean, these are provided by the industry yeah, standard yeah, categories. Lockdown. Yeah. yeah. I'll start. Um, the game that you kept thinking about after you've played it. A lot of times, I feel like games pass us by. Sometimes we play it for three days and then. Um, don't think about it at all. Sometimes we just play for one day and then we continue to think about it. It's ingrained in our head. For me, that game is Slay the Spire. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's one of those games where even if I've stopped playing it, I still continue to think about um, kind of like how tight of a deck building game that is. And the mechanics are just so solid in it. And the extensibility, I think, is also like has a really high potential. And uh, yeah, it's one of those games where I look to whenever I think about making a game. So, I accolade. Uh, Slay the Spire. Well, I will say Slay the Spire was a runner-up for me in the game you have no recollection of playing category. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So definitely not the winner for this category. No, that is you. fair to say. <laughs> what is it for you, Edwin? The game that I kept thinking about after I played it was Gordon Ramsay colon Chef Blast. (laughs) (laughs) Because Sam's accent was just haunting you? That's what you're saying? (laughs) I mean, partly, I was just so perplexed. Like, did was that really Gordon Ramsay? Was that impersonator? (laughs) Because the things they were saying was like, it's just so crazy. I just love the idea of him just sitting in a sound booth. With a microphone going, it's firing off. Yeah, going. Great job. All sorts of <laughs> right. exclamations. You call that cooked? Well done. Uh, and just other these like, little platitudes. <laughs> just fascinating. Also the the business angle, I suppose. Like, how did this get made? Did the did they mm. approach him? Say, hey, right. can we, can we uh, license your likeness? It's just uh, yes. Name. How and why this came to, into existence is just very curious to me. Uh, that said, it is a pretty straightforward match three game. I just imagine you Edwin having like night sweats, waking up in the middle of the night. <laughs> was it really Gordon Ramsay doing the voice? <laughs> I must know. Right. Saying Chef Blast yeah. Chef when Blast. you wake up. <laughs> uh, what about you, Tice? What is the game that you kept thinking about after you've played it? Well, you mentioned Haunting. And that, that is, I think you'll know where I'm going with this. The game that I kept thinking about afterwards uh, was Pinstripe. The mm. voice acting is just just insane like it's incredible uh, and, and a lot of those initial voices were the were, were the same person uh, which you can uh, learn a bit about in that episode but the level design um attention to detail was just yeah that game stuck with me in my head um it, it felt like felt like i was playing a a in a movie like a film um and yeah that really stuck around after we after we reviewed it so that that game was pinstripe speaking of pinstripe Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How think, about you lead with your next category? I think I have a category here uh, that you, you may enjoy. Um, what is the game that you played in 2021 that you couldn't believe a single person made? My game uh, is not Pinstripe, although that is made by one person, and that is very impressive. But the game that really stood out for me, that, that shocked me, uh, that, wasn't, that, that was made by a single person was Townscaper. And Sam, mm. you helped me understand a little bit more about the developer behind that, that it wasn't their first game. Um, and you, you, know, you weren't terribly surprised by the fact that they had put something like this together because you knew the history. I didn't. So that was, that was amazing to learn that a game so detailed uh, and full of little tiny uh, bits of joy that we talk about in that episode 
was made by a single human. That just, I still am reeling from that. Uh, Pinstripe was also a, a close runner-up. Right, yeah. Townscaper is definitely one of those games that, um, if you want any sort of game engineering inspiration, check out this guy's Twitter feed. It's pretty cool. It's Oscar Stahlberg's, yeah. His, his Twitter feed is pretty amazing. Good tip. How about you, Sam? What, what stood out for you that was only made by a single human? So there weren't a lot of games, I feel, that were made by one person. I think if I, if I can go through the list, maybe, and I might be leaving some people out, um, it's probably going to be a uh, 2020 game. Oh, Giant Dancing Plushies. What a great game. Um, Fancade. Okay. End Matter. Sense Point. Uh, hmm. Let's see. It's a decent list. This is more than I yeah. expected. And Squid Game Challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then Pinstripe. And then Townscaper. Those are probably the games that only one person made. Um, for me, uh, yeah, this was really hard because I feel like there are so many. Like, that's a pretty good list. And so many of them have, like, really intricate functionality. But what I found most impressive uh, was Pinstripe. Yeah. And not for, like, the actual implementation of it. It's more like having the control of being a single game developer and mm. being able to really craft what you're wanting to put out. Um, that takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of experience. It takes a lot of, like, looking from the outside in to be able to craft something that other people would actually enjoy. Um, and it's a lot of, like, self-control. And I feel like it does that very well. So you're more, you're more impressed by the by the creator themselves and their, their almost like their work discipline uh, than, than perhaps the game itself. Right, yeah. I feel like um, a lot of these games that I mentioned are like complete packages. I mean, some of them aren't. Like some of them are definitely missing in like the graphics or like the actual <laughs> gameplay game mechanic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fun, but missing a lot. Right. <laughs> right. But Pinstripe has pretty much all of it. Like mm. you said, like has audio, has Foley, it has really tight gameplay has a story it has voice acting and all that stuff great story that's already impressive but i feel like the stuff that's probably on the cutting room floor is what i'd probably find really interesting about pinstripe as well like what behind the scenes what didn't make it yeah like what decided to cut out to make sure like the gameplay is really tight what about for you edwin like what did you find well i mean it's gonna have to be fancade the fan-made arcade uh Mm. michael magny i did a quick look up uh that is an impressively broad, uh, thoughtful game. I know, I guess I already picked it for game of the year, but eh, it fills this category too. <laughs> uh, great job. Yeah. The final category falls to me, and I now realize I perhaps didn't fully grasp the concepts needed when asking for adding a category, uh, <laughs> because I guess mine is a little bit uh, narrow in focus, so we say, and also applicable to maybe fewer than one of us, <laughs> fewer than all of us here. Accurate. Uh, game that you missed after you left the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to say Skate City. For me, I wish I was here for Skate City. I love that it seems to have divided opinion. It did. Uh, it did. Getting Game of the Year and getting game you really wanted to like from Sam. So <laughs> True. Uh, I am downloading it right now. Oh, wonderful. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to take this a little bit differently because I, I don't think I've really missed uh, or I didn't leave the podcast. Or... <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
So I'm going to interpret it as something that I wanted to kind of review this year, but we didn't get a chance to. Um, and that would be PUBG New State. <laughs> I feel like this show full has circle, a lot of history. PUBG circle. <laughs> right. This show has a lot of history with PUBG. Um, it's, it's, it was like Edwin's most favorite game for like two or three years now. Easily, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I feel like that is something that I feel like we missed on this year. How about you, Tice? What is the game that you, you missed looking right. back? So I'm, I'm taking it from the, the inverse. Uh, it's a game that you two reviewed and I, I wish I had been a part of that. So similar to Edwin, uh, not just from the incredible title, but from the content is Cluster Duck. <laughs> that just looked like a bunch of fun. It's cool to say out loud. Um, there are there are many games that I, I wish I had been a part of that that you two reviewed, but that one just looked pretty cool and weird. I kind of wish I was there for it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was yep, a bad one. That is the the gotcha game, Cluster Duck. Nice. Well, that's it. That is our 2021 Game of the Year episode for Seven Days to Play. Thank you all for joining. Thank you, Edwin, for being a busy house person and coming in to, to record this one. Thank you for having me back. In between trips to the hardware? Yeah. <laughs> if, if there was a PUBG New States episode, I would return for that. Only for that? <laughs> well, once I get more settles. Like, only if it's PUBG. Uh, <laughs> we should play it. We should play it and review it. Should we do that as the, as the next episode? Edwin, is that what you're recommending? Yes, I would do a PUBG okay. New State record. I'll come back for that. There it is. We'll be playing and recording an episode about PUBG New State. New Year, New State. <laughs> nice. Okay. Touche. <laughs> well played. Well played, yep, sir. And that's our show. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 7 Days Supply. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting app by searching for 7 Days Supply. 7 Days Supply! 7 Days Supply!